0: Welcome to Insights for Manufacturing, the podcast that supports the UK manufacturing sector. Hosted by Jeff Beecham, the manufacturer's recruiter. Hello and welcome to Insights for Manufacturing. I'm delighted to welcome my guest today, Jack Trout, who is the commercial manager at Manufacturing Management Magazine. And that's part of the Mark Allen Group. Welcome to the show, Jack.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Thanks for inviting me to be on the show. Appreciate it.
0: You're very welcome. Uh, I have to say, you and I have sort of uh, recently got to know each other a little bit initially over LinkedIn, and then we had the um, the great opportunity to meet face to face at the PPMA show yesterday. So let's let's get straight into the uh, into into the discussion in terms of UK manufacturing. What's the biggest topic right now that you're hearing from from your audience?
1: I manage a magazine, so from a commercial aspect and what the magazine what it does to our Readers, which we service the UK manufacturing industry. So yep. to answer your question, Jeff, we cover a whole range of different topics. So I guess I could name you the the hot topics at the moment. Um and then, but you know, all we cover all features throughout the 12 month period. So the main important topics I would say would be uh, sustainability, uh, automation, um, digitalization, and uh, and labour, obviously, um leadership
0: yeah. as well. Yeah. And uh there's there's a lot of events throughout the year, you know. Um you've only got to look on LinkedIn on a daily basis. There, there's just challenges left, right, and centre for UK manufacturing right now. And um I don't know make UK have just published their their findings in the in the annual survey, I think it was. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a mixed bag, isn't it, really? You know, a lot of a lot of businesses are still glass half full, but there are still some pretty hefty headwinds in terms of interest rates and yeah um you know supply chains settled down a little bit but energy costs are still a huge problem so um what 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 are people talking about right now um to to your magazine what what's the you know what what are the big big pain points you mentioned digitalization been around yeah. for a few years mm. um sustainability skills what what's yeah. what, what's is there one that's sort of sticking out above the above, above the rest um i guess issue
1: every issue that every uk manufacturer is facing at the moment i guess is just as important as the other at the moment so yeah. like as you as we touched on digitalization so i guess i'll focus on that because funnily enough we're, we're holding a a digital round table next uh tuesday and okay. um people that are going to be joining as a panelist are representatives from mate smarter and uh digital catapult as well as other organizations as well and yep. uh, and what it is is that we're going to be discussing the practical steps towards uh digital transformation so what does that look like from a uk manufacturer uh, perspective you know how big does a project need to be yeah um order you know, to start a journey or can you start it as a a bite-sized you know project you know how does that how can how can you start that journey from you know step one all the way through to at the end that you feel you've reached that digital transformation for your business really so i'd say digitalization is a topic that we're discussing at the moment only because of what 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 the market feeds back to us at the yes. moment but again I personally believe that in terms of what current issues are facing I uh, you know automation for example you know is a major a major major pressure point at the moment where automation can solve skills such as the labor shortage that every manufacturer experiences at the moment i would say again automation is a, is another sticking point but you know as, as you know jeff you know when we look at leadership as a as a role that also has to be covered you know in terms of labor and uh and ha- how can you bridge that gap really and you talked about you know make uk and and uh, and the work they do is absolutely fantastic really in yeah. terms of how they can drive more interest from people such as graduates for example about considering careers in manufacturing um and how you know how they can go to school leavers as well you know and how they bring that idea of how to enter an industry such as uk manufacturing you know because people sometimes have the have the um the idea of manufacturing just being on site and like you know it's like it's a it's it's, it's hard labor but it doesn't have to be like that you know you can there are other aspects to manufacturing for example you know being yeah. on site you know when it comes to when it, you don't have to be you can be involved in back office rooms you can be involved in from the um, design stage or, or, or productivity or digital stages there's different areas you can even get involved in manufacturing and and talking about make uk they're, they're launching their national manufacturing day tomorrow as well and yes we're going to have hundreds of manufacturers going to be opening their doors and they're going to be you know inviting people to explore opportunities with them you know so again that's just a really really huge incentive and hopefully there comes you know some well people starting careers there really I wish I'd started to be honest looking back I wish I considered it when I uh, when I left school um, you know when I left school at 16 I thought uh, I thought I had a career carved out but you know, here I am now, and uh, I've been I've been in the industry now for for a few years now, and uh, and yeah, now I wish I would have known more about it then than what I do now because people can build careers around it, and and the and the industry has helped me build a career. So in terms of topics, it's a bit of a long winded answer to your question, Jeff, but um, they're, 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 those are the things that are happening at the moment, just just as of recent, you know, incentives yeah. that our institution that we're writing about we want to make UK's media partners, so we're writing about you know, their incentives as as well as Made Smarter as well. Um, we're talking about issues such as what we talked about, like digitalization, automation, you know, or sustainability. We're always talking about issues, and those ones always are going are to keep popping up. Uh, well, unfortunately, but, you know, manufacturers are are uh, are um, adopting new solutions, which is good, which is what we want to write about, really. We want to write about su- success stories.
0: So what I mean, going back to the the sustainability piece, then uh, I, w- I was going to ask you what what sort of you know trends or developments that you've been uh, sort of seeing from a leadership perspective. I mean, sustainability, you know, for me, it it's not just about the whole the whole green carbon neutral environmental thing. It it's you know there, there's there's a you know people are mm. at the front and center of the sustainability. Issue in the first place, and mm. also the solution. Yes, technology has got to be involved, mm-hmm. but you know, and I, th- I think manufacturing is probably one of the industries that have embraced the need for more sustainability. You know, they're mm. the, the, these guys are, you know, making changes to their materials, to their yeah. energy consumption, to their um mm. you know manufacturing processes, but also from a leadership perspective, it's quite a complex um shift in itself because you've got you know to be sustainable i I think in this day and age it involves a huge amount of change to the organization sometimes to the structure but certainly to certainly to some of the working practices and as i say processes and, and materials um a lot of things around sustainability to to make it work and to to get a successful transformation if you like we call it a transformation Mm -hmm. to a more sustainable um manufacturing business um you've got to get buy-in right throughout the organization so there's that whole mindset piece and communication is just key isn't it i mean what Mm. what sort of conversations are you hearing around you know the the work that that leaders have to do not just to enable the what needs to be done but how to actually go about um you know ingraining this whole mindset into into their workforce what what's the sort of word on the street in terms of some of those challenges
1: yeah absolutely uh, well we recently conducted a uh, survey actually so uh, we partnered with a, a, an organization We're actually going to be releasing the, uh, the survey very soon actually it was just in okay. the process of um, drafting it up so it's going to be exciting that's going to explain what, what we what we done we ask questions to our audience and our audience is made up of as you say like senior leadership people within management positions and who are tasked with um improving their processes in terms of becoming more, more sustainable so mm. um, it, it reported back some some statistics that it's explained to us that manufacturers are still not 100 100 sure how they're going to reach those goals of which that's been yeah. set out by the government really so in terms of feeding that back to the workforce, I suppose it is always, it's always it's similar to the process of becoming more uh, well digitalization transformation. Really, you have to start small and then work big, haven't you? You've got to, you've got to filter out what are where are your carbon emissions? Where are they the most? Really, yeah. But you have to work out your carbon accounting as well. Uh, which is there's various different ways of doing that through digital transformation as well that can actually assist you on that journey. So, I guess that has to be fed back to the teams on site of which there has to be a, a recording of where your where your where your manufacturing process is where they can become more sustainable. Obviously, I'm not a manufacturer, so therefore I couldn't explain to you the more technical terms around yeah, that. Absolutely. But from 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 what our survey told us, it said that as many as 38% of UK manufacturers have no clear net zero target, uh, with a further eleven percent right. unsure. Mm. So that tells a lot, really, that tells a lot. And it just it shows to me as a well, as a publisher, as manufacturing management, we st- we need to do more as a publisher in yeah. order to feed information to uk manufacturers as to how can we deliver information partner with solution providers who are yes. key and in being instrumental into trying to reach those goals of becoming more sustainable some companies have been really successful and they have uh, i guess the, i guess the barriers are sometimes people or manufacturers tend to think it's going to cost more to become more sustainable yeah um and again the cost it does does come into it which is a factor and they don't want to change their businesses too much you know some some companies are built on you know traditional values and uh, that's what they value them on and sometimes but i suppose when you look at it from a sustainable point of view we have to as a as an industry have to become more sustainable that is a given really yeah. um there's too many external factors that are now coming into play now that just shows we need to be more sustainable so from a UK manufacturer's point of view, I guess it's not just the leadership, it's everyone involved, you know, workforce. Everyone has a part to play in becoming more sustainable. Um, and when we release that, um, that report to our all audi- well, to not just the audience, but to the whole industry, yeah. um, it, it will show some alarming statistics that it will, it will hopefully give people that, um, that boost that, you know, things, things need to happen really.
0: Yeah, I mean that's really interesting. I'll, I'll be very keen to uh, to get sight of that report when it's when it's published. I mean, thirty eight percent. I think you said. I mean, yeah. that's wow. That's a lot higher than I thought. I mean, I I, I just well I made made an assumption as you do sometimes that you know everybody's on board with it and they know roughly what they need might need to do. That really that really is startling. So oh. as you say, you know everybody's got a part to play, and you know people like yourself publishing organizations and some of the trade um the trade associations and and uh organizations are all doing their bit you know to create more awareness and i guess you know knowing the current state of of your manufacturing business and what legislative or, or government um yeah. enforced uh, targets you need to meet mm-hmm. it's joining up though those two really it's that journey to take in between and, mm. and whilst I mean, there's, there's quite a lot of really good sustainability consultancies out there that have got the, you know, the, yeah. the know-how, the uh, the sort of toolbox, uh, the advice and all the rest of it. And they can work with businesses to, you know, map out what needs to happen. I suppose there's best practice that can be learned from some of the businesses that have already done it or they're, you know, most of the way there to uh, to carbon neutral but again knowing what needs to be done know where you are and speaking to the third party experts mm. isn't the full story and this is where i bring it again back to leadership because yeah. actually doing the do in a business can create havoc if it's not sort of dealt with in the right way if it's not communicated well up front um people have got to be convinced that you know these are the benefits of doing this a we've got to do xyz but also Mm. this is going to help you know probably safeguard jobs because if the business isn't sustainable there isn't going to be a future for the business so you know really everybody in an organization should be behind it but again it's down to how management and and the you know the senior leaders and the board um articulate the the strategy that that individual business has and mm. and everybody's part to play in that so it really is it's an all or nothing thing isn't it it's everybody's it is, got yeah. to do their bit
1: everyone's got a part to play and yes. uh, and it's not i suppose when you everyone when everyone thinks about sustainability i suppose people they, they just don't know where to start really you know it's like uh I, I feel like when it comes to how we push out our information we're always we're always trying to make sure it's put in a way of which that people can relate to it and it's a case of you know it's it's not just a case of right here's here's how you can do it here's how you can do it it's more of a case of right we spoke to this manufacturer this is what they've done in order to achieve their goals of becoming more sustainable and then that way it's more relatable than just a case of right this company's doing this this company's doing that it's we we need we need to deliver information that is more relatable and that's exactly what we're doing me and my editor paul fanning we're delivering more relatable information that manufacturers can really grasp hold of yeah and uh and it creates it, it creates an and at the same time we want to make it as interesting as as valuable as possible and uh it's just such an important topic jeff i'm really passionate about yeah. you know the, the, these topics and uh, sustainability is just it's just so important really for the industry yeah
0: absolutely no thank you for sharing your thoughts on that so just before we sort of move on to another sort of topic we've already mentioned sort of digital transformation um so from a from a leadership perspective um i mean you've got the the factory you know the manufacturing and engineering processes Mm -hmm. so there's there's a lot of um digitalization you know in terms of engineering and shop floor possibly design you know with these factory twins and uh and all this sort of stuff but in terms of leadership itself yeah how how do you think the shift to uh you know because like 40 years ago uh you know th- you know people were still sending memos faxes and all this sort of stuff mm-hmm. um i'm old enough to remember fax machines i have to say um mm. but in terms of how you know businesses function not just in terms of emails but i mean in terms of you know you know sort of financial accounting strategy and all the rest of it how big a part is digitalization playing in terms of leadership itself not necessarily factory operations but you mm. know the, the sort of runnings uh and the and the sort of you know the 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 management uh skills and and practices and leadership tasks if you like how's mm. digitalization sort of impacting that side of, of business do you think
1: yeah I'll- I think it's playing a really crucial role in terms of streamlining processes. And it's not just again talking about production lines or, or manufacturing on site and processes, because it's easy to say the benefits of that. But from a leadership perspective, I feel as if it creates a you know an identity in terms of how it lays out team management and how it can make things more efficient, you know, between communication tools and stuff like that. You know, when you're talking about leadership positions, I feel like that's that's where when you when you start a digital transformation process, it does technically come from a leader leadership person to make that inf- to make that important decision on where they start first and yeah. what they need to work on first. So it's almost like you have to have a leadership a person within that management position to make that decision. They need to be convinced themselves. Is that how important is it to have it in not just in the manufacture uh, manufacturing um, production line? It's more of a case of how can they put it you know in themselves in their management teams as well and how do they up and and with that you have to upskill your staff as well you have to provide training you have to digitalize you know you have to it's not just a case of trying to trying to make you try end human processes. it's it's a case of trying to implement new processes on site um and within teams as well and that's and that in itself you are you are upskilling your staff at the same time you're providing that overview on how they can understand more digitalization within manufacturing so it's definitely a positive effect from a leadership perspective it's, it's definitely it's definitely more um eye-opening when i speak to you know manufacturers when i go to these different events and different conferences and and they're all very much engaged with the content of which has been spoken at these conferences when you're when you're talking about digitalization and yeah the, 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 it is being adopted more and more you know more solutions are being adopted so it 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 starts from the top really doesn't it and then it works its way through all the way through to the manufacturer uh, manufacturing site so yeah. it's definitely a positive effect
0: good and, and talking about events as i said earlier we were both at the ppma yesterday at the nec in in birmingham yeah. um i'd actually been to the interplas show next door at the nec first and uh that was my first first time at interplas i thought it was really really good it's my third PPMA, I think. But exhibitions in, in general, you know, within the industry, manufacturing, engineering, how do you, how well do you think the current exhibitions are are being supported? I mean, there are a number of them in the UK. I know there's some really big ones in Europe as well. And I did hear from a couple of people doing my rounds yesterday that, you know, there were certain players, I think it was at PPMA, PPMA that were there last year, but they didn't exhibit this year because they'd uh they'd done one over in I don't know whether it was Germany Dusseldorf or somewhere like that um earlier this year um sort of April May time mm. and it was so successful that they they chose not to exhibit at ppMA which is a bit of a you know that's a bit of a knock to to the UK um mm. I love the exhibitions here but I mean mm. you know, from my point of view ugh it's hard to judge really. I, I, sometimes it's it, it sort of, you walk in and it looks like maybe there aren't quite so many people there. I thought the turnout was quite good. I mean, what, 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 what what are your thoughts on the, the sort of support for exhibitions and then the, the sort of, you know, what, what can, what do exhibitions need to do to sustain their place in the, in the manufacturing ecosystem? Cause I think they're, they're intrinsic. We need them. Hmm. Um, but do you think they're they're fit for purpose? Have they changed enough over the years? Do people still see them as a they're all the same, or you know, does th- 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 there need to be some innovation at, at the at the exhibitions?
1: Yeah, I mean, we we have our own exhibitions at Mark Allen Group, so yeah. we know firsthand what running an exhibition like what it's like to have a UK exhibition, absolutely, because we have our own. So and we do have ones in Europe as well. So yeah. across the board. So again reviewing it just looking from it from a manufacturing point of view and because we went to PPMA yesterday i'll use that as a point of reference yeah i think you've got to you've got to take into account the feedback from the exhibitors because as well as a show it's always good having a show that looks really busy but if you haven't got the right people in the room then it almost doesn't make any sense to have anyone yeah. in the room you want you want the important people in the room i'd rather have if i was an exhibitor which i have been in the past i'd rather have less people at a show but have more people that are more relevant to yes. talk to yeah so it's all about having those specific people that and some people might have more success at other shows because they they deal with all different they offer niche solutions that might be more appropriate at a show in a different you know as you say different part of the world that might just be more receptive to what they offer you know yeah. people have loads of different offerings but you know just using ppma as an example um i spoke to a few exhibitors you know it it, it was feedback most of it was positive to be honest yes. it was a case that they were ha- they were having really good conversations they were striking up networking opportunities and there was plenty of places to do it yeah. Um and and just using it as one of our own exhibitions as a point of reference as well so we we uh we have the engineering design show and that exhibition is actually sold out. To be honest, so yeah. you know that just it just shows there is. I think exhibitions do receive enough report, um uh receive enough um, support and and long may it continue. Um, I think if in order for an exhibition to be successful, you have to be true to what you are as an exhibition. So, for example, not throwing too many things into the mix at the moment yeah. when you're trying to you know manufacturing can be quite broad but you have to be you have to know what you're trying to do in order to solve uh, issues in industry you can't just have an exhibition that's going to talk about you know all the issues what we spoke about during this podcast you know you have to be quite relative and it has to be quite direct so you're approaching different sectors across the manufacturing industry because not every issue is going to be as greater as what it would be in the in in each sector so you know for example if you looked at automotive um they're so far ahead in terms of automation compared to food and beverage at the moment which is just about um adopting new solutions uh, from uh from an automation point of view so it's it's all about comparing it and that's what exhibitions i feel have started to do more of um and that's through organizing more keynote speakers as well yes. you, ha- you have to have relevant people speaking at these events who are able to give a really really good overview of How they're um, assisting manufacturers as well because they know firsthand what manufacturers are you know experiencing when they're trying to improve processes um so uh, in terms of support yeah i think the the exhibitions you're right they are very 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 important to our ecosystems such as manufacturers yeah Um, you know so if you're talking about it from a from a uh, a sales point of view not myself but people don't want to you know try and help subcontracting for example or that type of view that's perfect you know because manufacturers will get really really good um uh, good conversations with those type of people walking around these exhibitions which you won't necessarily get from you know trying to reach out to people directly you know so again there's really good opportunities there it's just some some it's just the way exhibition life goes unfortunately some exhibitions are not as good as others but we're just i'm thankful to be part of Mark Allen Group that runs really su- successful um, exhibitions and uh, and yeah PPMA long may that continue you know so that's always going to have people exhibiting there because of the association of what it is and members that are what, it, what what it has yeah um and uh, and yeah hopefully manufacturing management will be the uh, you know one day I want to bring I want to bring our own you know we used to do our own um, we'll say s- shows we used to do our own tours and we made it into yes. a show really so yeah. I want to bring that back because what I've noticed that these exhibitions as well is that there is still a need for people to see face to face, you know, digital round tables and what we're doing at the moment, digital webinars are absolutely fantastic. I do think there is a, uh, an opportunity where we can maybe bring a couple of those conversations into a, uh, a room where we're sitting around a yeah. table yeah, and, and we, and we ignite these conversations because sometimes UK manufacturers aren't given that voice, unfortunately. And, uh, and none of them have a, may not have that opportunity to present those questions at uh at these um network at these networking events at exhibitions
0: yeah that's a really good point i mean i think um you know everybody's got an opinion on stuff and, and can contribute great ideas and sharing challenges and, and best practices and what have you but i think as you say digitally like doing this podcast we're recording this over sort of zoom which is great but i think when you get people together in a you know, person to person environment, I think that's where the proper magic happens, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes if you've got too many people, you know, like an exhibition, it's a little bit like, you know, there's just so much going on. Uh, there's yeah. Lots of little, um, little sort of, Micro ecosystems all over the place. You can see people deep in conversation, but with a sort of round table or a face to face, uh, sort of structured and controlled meeting or or leadership type event where you've got a certain number of people there, Mm. I think that's when the attendees, because it's a smaller number, can be Mm. really dialed in to mm. exactly what's going on everybody can be heard mm-hmm. um and I think it d- does create in a you know a sort of special atmosphere in itself so yeah. good luck with that and uh yeah uh, I'll be looking forward to to supporting in any way I can to help you um you know get the message out for that thanks Jeff. Um, and yeah going back to uh the other exhibitions you know I, I want to give a bit of a shout out to the NEC group I mean they're on my doorstep anyway I, I live in mm. Birmingham <laughs> and uh I, so it's it's unusual for me not to be at one of the exhibitions at the nec but i know there are other venues and i will be at the the eds show that you're putting on um that'll be a, another first time for me so mm. i'll be going over to coventry i think it is it Um is. Mm-hmm. for that one when is that just remind me is it no october or november i can't remember now. it's in october it's the, it's october the
1: um yeah it's the 11th to the 12th of october so uh so right. yeah not only around the corner so uh, yeah, just looking at the dates now. Yeah, the, the year escapes us unfortunately, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, look forward to that. Yeah, eleventh to eleventh to the twelfth.
0: Good. Okay. So coming back to Manufacturing Management magazine itself, um, how how are you supporting leadership development within the manufacturing community in the UK, mm-hmm. Jack? And you know, are there any particular resources or insights? That you provide through the magazine or website to help leaders in in manufacturing
1: yeah absolutely we're um we're always providing information um to well that that is our audience you know people within those leadership positions so we're always trying to provide them with information as to what can improve you know within their organization so it's all we're always trying to provide not not just information, but just case studies, success stories. You know, partner with organisations I know can provide solutions as to what issues they've currently got within their within their teams or within yeah. within their um, manufacturing site. So, how we do that is through it's different forms of media. So we've got you obviously got the magazine. That's the, that's the, that's our bread and butter. Really, we we started off as a magazine fifty years ago, so we're always going to have that. Um, forms of media such as you know try that through digitally you know such as the website yeah. but we also invite people to join our webinars and our panel discussions so it's we're always trying to engage with people not just through the form of um sending in the magazine but we're always trying to deliver information through other forms of media and that's more visual you know such as video interviews as well so we we organize ask the expert in video interviews where we're obviously we, we sit down with members of different organizations and we're, we're quizzing them about their organization and what what they feel as if they can bring to um that can uh, assist the manufacturing industry so yeah there's always different forms of media where we can help people within those leadership positions so and obviously we also work with um you, you know when it comes to uh, organizations that can help with upskilling you know for example yeah. You know we work with different institutions such as make uk One of make uk's media partners and uh and they offer qualifications or um or courses to people in those leadership positions yeah um, such as training uh health and safety um hr and employment law it's, it's all different so we, we always try and make sure our information uh which it is is accurate and it can help um you know so that way people aren't just reading information for the sake of reading it because you know, it's, 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 it's just because it's come across their desk, you know, yeah. it's, it's a case of we want people to read it because it can assist them because they're in that leadership position and they've, they've been tasked with improving, you know, profitability, sustainability, productivity. They are always given those important tasks and we just want to be there as that, um, as that, you know, we, we, we can help, you know, well, we can help, we can help bring people to their door that can help with those solutions. So we're yeah. always trying to help people.
0: Okay, and, and in terms of um, you know keeping abreast of sort of advancements in technology, for example, you know manufacturing, you know it's it's as broad as it is long. Technology is you know changing at a at, at such a rapid rate. How do you guys at, at manufacturing management um, keep on top of you know what's What's going on? What new developments are they? I mean, you must do so. Well, I know you do surveys and things like that, but I mean, how how do you how do you sort of collate and and get all of the you know the sort of latest uh, stories on on what's coming onto the market?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we always we're always trying to keen to receive information such as you know trying to get people to send us content that we deem would be. Well, would we'll be acceptable to our audience that we feel like yeah. could provide that readership. So we're all we've got a really, really good community of people that provide content that we obviously read through. We're always receiving content on a daily, probably hourly basis, to be honest with you. And it's just the case of how we're always rotating that. We're always making sure that we're delivering content and we're keeping up to date. But not only that, Jeff, that's just a small small part in the machine there what yeah. we also do is that we go and visit manufacturers on site as well we're always trying to see what success stories they're delivering as well so it's not just a case of we're sitting behind a computer we are going out there we're traveling up and down the country yeah you know we, we, we we're trying to get a real feel for what manufacturers are doing on site and they and i feel as if we we can provide that platform should they wish to shout about their success stories you know yes. we and what another form of how we're doing that as well is that we have our our own engineering and manufacturing awards which was only a few weeks ago and we provided a platform for people who work within the manufacturing industry to shout about their successes we had a great a great entry uh volume of entries that came through really competitive really strong entries our judges had a a really tough job of judging that really and uh and our our shortlist came through, and some fantastic companies made it through the shortlist. And then we had our winners. We had highly commended, and we had our winners as well. And there yeah. were some really, really, you know, really good success stories that people should be proud to, you know, shout about. And if manufacturing management can be there to shout about the this as well, again, that just provides more content so we can keep up to date with what technology is available. Yeah. Uh, we can keep up to date with what what what's been successful with other manufacturers what could be successful with uh manufacturers in different sectors what can be what can be easily transitioned you know and <clears throat> and that's how we do it we try we, we're always active in terms of trying to get content you know so we're always at the we try and be at the forefront of what's or what's happening within the industry right
0: and uh as we've said you know there's always room for support for uk manufacturing and uh i guess uh, you know you must be um i mean i see greg wallace on tv now and again with that inside the factory program mm. um I, I do bang on about him sometimes and whilst yeah i think he, he was probably better off on the uh on the old masterchef uh program <laughs> i'm not sure he's the the best uh presenter or personality that i like to see uh when it comes to factories but i love the program um yeah. so i've just got visions of you and your team uh you know yeah. <laughs> uh traveling around the uk uh rocking up at, at manufacturing businesses and getting yeah, amongst yeah, yeah. it and finding out how they do stuff and yeah absolutely that's part of yeah. you know part of my role you know when i'm when i'm recruiting executives or or, or managers is you know i, I do love visiting the the business itself yes to take yeah. a brief from the hrd or the ceo or md but mm. to, to get a bit of a feel for what the company do you know so i 100%. always love a plant tour uh, i you know if i could get paid a serious amount of money just for just for doing that i wouldn't be unhappy i have to say i'll be the um, same boat as
1: you jeff <laughs> 100 percent. some of these plants and factories that are that the uk have is it's brilliant you know it's just like the and the technology as well obviously we're talking about you know when we refer back to what we discussed earlier you know yeah there's manufacturers that are still adopting new solutions but we can't shy away from the fact that there are factories out there that are absolutely just top-notch really and just producing some amazing some amazing um elements you know that are helping day-to-day life they just they it's such an important I didn't realise how important manufacturing really is. Really, yeah. as a, as a, you know, and it's just amazing when you go on a plant tour. You just get a bit of a like, wow, this is this is why it's so important, you know. And yeah. it's not, and we, and people talk about manufacturing. They don't, I feel like sometimes, even when I'm talking to like friends and family, and I mention about manufacturing, and uh, and they don't work in manufacturing. They, you know, my dad's a black cab driver, and. My stepmom is as well actually <laughs> so they all that none of my family uh come from a, a manufacturing um a background yeah um, but every time i talk to them they just sense the excitement um, yeah. as soon as i get involved um they they might not necessarily share the same excitement as me um because i don't, i don't feel like you know people externally maybe l- review manufacturing as uh as such an important part of our economy but yeah Now I work in the industry and have done for a long time now. It's it's so important, you know. And uh, and when you when you're looking around, and as I say, when you go around these plant tours, it just sort of screams out like this is why it's important. This is it's servicing so many different, like you know, all all all, everything we use in life just comes from manufacturing. It crosses manufacturing, you know. So which is why we just this the the magazine manufacturing management is what 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 I wanted to be and what. what it can be and what it is probably is now if i'm probably being a bit biased here but um you know (laughs) being a a good source of information for uk manufacturers definitely
0: yeah so you know so the magazine itself you've got various resources in terms of case studies conversations editorial um, to help manufacturing leaders Im- improve their operations stay competitive become more sustainable whatever whatever the topics are mm. you're covering a wide range of those um scenarios yeah now collaboration and networking uh, of course are essential in manufacturing how yep. does how does manufacturing man uh, manufacturing management magazine mm. facilitate more connections and you know sort of knowledge sharing amongst professionals in the field
1: yeah, yeah. So um, historically, we've always been organising, like I said before, um, events as such. Um, then COVID happened, and now, now I'm in the process of. Um, we've always been running digital events where we give opportunities to people to network potentially and uh, and, and go down that route. However, um, I'm now in the process of um, organising. Well, I have launched a uh, an online group uh, which you're a part of, Jeff, and uh, and we have organised for um other members to join that's only just launched quite recently so it's still relatively small but I'm just giving opportunities I'm giving trying to give back to the industry Jeff that yeah was given me a career and I'm giving opportunities where people can network through an online community um and from that, I'll be looking to grow into online um online panel discussions, online, you know, digital roundtables that are topical, giving opportunities for networking opportunities. Uh from that, what we're doing at the moment uh for coming away from that, uh, we are going to be moving to, you know, face to face as well, potentially. Uh, right. moving moving to people where they can get manufacturers in a room together um, and talk about again to- to- a topic-based conversation so people can bounce ideas off one another um have debates as well and you know have a have a, a really creative discussion on what could be successful you know yeah. so and uh and it's slightly different with what, 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 what what's currently in the market at the moment but we just want to create that sense of a community feel where we can get networking opportunities available for uh for uk manufacturers and it's going to be up and down the country this is all going to be in the future as well um it's uh yeah it's it's all in the pipeline really there's going to be loads going on in the future um at the moment what we're doing at the moment in terms of networking we're giving platforms to people that can promote digitally um, yeah. such as webinars power discussions um getting involved with advertising externally as well so we're always giving people a voice now we want to move to uh, more networking opportunities
0: Brilliant, fantastic to hear! And uh, just for the the benefit of um, the the listeners or viewers of this particular podcast that we're recording today, where's the starting point for this online community? It, it, is it the LinkedIn group? What what's what's what's? Do you want to just share what the name of it is and how how can people get initial access or join?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the the LinkedIn group um, is a, uh, it, well, it, it's a membership-led group. So you have to get access to join. Um, the only reason for that is because we just don't, we want, we want to create a community feel, which is, you know, we want to give people that are relevant within the community that work within the industry. It's not just a case of everyone joins and, you know, yeah. talks about absolutely everything. We want to make sure that it's relevant for anyone who wants to get on a platform and speak. So it's on LinkedIn. It's called Manufacturing Management Talks um and we're advertising it in the magazine i'm also going to be promoting it digitally as well there's going to be various different ways of which um which can be promoted we've got up to roughly 50 members now so it's and that's quite a good fast growing rate so yeah it's gonna again it's just
0: trying to create a community feel brilliant well i look forward to uh to seeing how that all develops i'm sure there'll be some really good conversations and um, relationships formed, um, through that community. So, uh, so well done you for, uh, for launching that. Okay. So Manufacturing management magazine, you know, you, you, you cater for different needs of managers and leaders in, in, in manufacturing. But so I suppose you've got the, uh, the seasoned professionals, and then you've also got, you know, your up and coming managers and people mm. maybe new to a you know director level role or, or coming mm. from supervisory into the sort of management stable mm. if you like how how do you make sure that you, you you sort of you know catering for the needs of of everybody within that because leadership and management is a very broad yeah um demograph isn't it so how mm. how, how do you strike the right chord with that
1: yeah cool so that's why we covered it. that's probably have features jeff in the magazine we're always yep we always put in features that cover um, a whole range of uh, different topics really so that's why we want to try and touch on every different point you know that's throughout the course of the year so it's not just a case of which is focusing on, you know, different, different, um, say that wouldn't necessarily say, for example, like a person in leadership position may not necessarily relate to, but someone who's working on site within the production line, still yeah. in a senior position, might find more use of getting that information. So it's just a case of having those features and sticking to those features, so that we are servicing our audience correctly, really. Yeah. So that's why we want to make sure that the content is diverse, it's inclusive, so everyone, everyone in manufacturing can find something relevant in our whether it be a magazine or online because we're always updating online on a daily basis there's always a need to keep refreshing and keep engaging with us because there's there's always a topic that's going to be based within manufacturing when it comes to writing
0: content yeah absolutely good so how can our podcast listeners uh stay connected with your magazine and i guess your website and access all this valuable content that you're and, and resources that you're putting out do you just want to uh, sort of uh you know shout out the um the relevant website address yeah. or
1: absolutely so in terms of the website address um so it's manufacturingmanagement.com Um so you can register to the newsletter online via our homepage. page um, you can register to receive copies of the manufacturing management um via digital and also print as well um, in terms of content follow us on linkedin we've got all our social media platforms as well such as twitter so we're always updating our readers not just on on the website but also on linkedin there's always going to be a notification coming from us if you were to follow us on social media but also i'd highly highly recommend having getting registered to our content if you provide us a review, with your email address and, and a few other bits of information so we can keep in contact with you we'll always keep in touch when it comes to creating content
0: for you brilliant okay well thank you very much for uh that signposting to the 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 vital places to uh to get the information um it's been a pleasure to to speak to you again today jack it's been a fascinating Mm -hmm. discussion um Mm -hmm. you know take my hat off to you for uh you know the hard work that you put in promoting you know manufacturing and the work that you do to support leadership as well which is uh which is my sort of backyard if you like for my day job so um That pretty much wraps up today's episode. Um, I I hope the audience have enjoyed the discussion. Um, Thanks again to Jack Trout from Manufacturing Management. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for listening and look out for the next episode of Insights for Manufacturing. Mm -hmm. See you next time and bye-bye.